0: the social mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM where we examine the truth disparity between what's on social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Coolsby. (laughs) This is so weird. Um, Welcome everybody. I'm just going to tell you the structure of what's going on right now so that you, I don't know, have a better picture of what's going on. Typically me and Garrett in the same place. We can see each other while we're recording, and it's like a conversation. It's super fun. Right now, I'm in Washington, D.C., and Garrett is in Hillsdale, Michigan, you know, um, because I'm doing an internship with our WIP program through Hillsdale, and Garrett um, is taking classes at Hillsdale. He's still a student, you know, the regular. And so we're doing our show via what's called Comrex, but basically we're just broadcasting our um, voices to each other from millions of years away. So technology is really cool. And we're going to keep doing social mediators, even though I'm, I'm far away. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're really switching things up for the semester back. How, how was your break, Garrett?
1: Oh, it was great. So this this format should be interesting. If there's any really awkward silences, I'm going to apologize <laughs> in advance. There are no social cues to read in this yeah. particular instance. Normally, they're but, very helpful. We don't have them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's gonna be a new thing to navigate for sure. Where he's like, um, yeah, when I look at you
1: concerningly, like you should say this. Like (laughs) it's time for this to happen, or we need to finish. That's not gonna happen now.
0: Both of those things I get looks for pretty much every episode, where it's like, hey, don't forget to do this, and then I like can figure it out. But this time I'm on my own. I'm on my own, and that's that's a scary reality. Um, But we are really excited to. Kick social mediators off for our what sixth semester is that I think that's
1: right. Yeah, semester number six.
0: Crazy. Do we know what episode number this is? This is
1: 51 by my count.
0: 51? Wow, yes, cheers. Okay, that's really exciting. And for our momentous 51st episode, we are doing, um, I guess. Colorado's is it Colorado Supreme Court case is that what we're calling it what are we calling it here? yes
1: so I mean a momentous episode for a momentous court case right this is Donald Trump is being sued again you know he gets sued like a couple times a year I think for various things but the latest is the Colorado Supreme Court is up against him and his right to be on the ballot for the presidential election
0: yeah um so I will say it feels almost like less momentous as time goes on because I'm so used to him being like on trial for something. That's People a very good point. People picking out something and being like he's a criminal and then it turns out he's not a criminal so I feel like. We've I been mean, doing this have... for
1: years at this point. <laughs> I know
0: we've been doing this for years of like Trump's in jail and being like nah he's not actually in jail he's, he's just normal and, and regular. <laughs> so um, Garrett are we ready to get going? I think so. Okay so I'll tell you what I know you know the typical um, I'll say first of all that Most of the information that came up on my algorithm through Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, that sort of thing that I knew about this before actually going in and trying to do any quote unquote research was just people from Colorado talking about how proud they were that their state was taking this stance. And that's basically all I had seen was that Trump might not be on the primary ballot um, because these states are saying he Engaged in insurrection, and so that's all I knew from the beginning. And if you were a very casual social media user, you would probably um, know that much and and really nothing more. Um, doing my small little baby research deep dive into you know a, a typical scroll, I found that um, their basis for this is the Fourteenth Amendment, the third section of the Fourteenth Amendment that says basically something along the lines of like officials. Government officials can't engage in or provide any sort of comfort to insurrections or insurrectionists. Um, And they're saying that the January 6th riot, insurrection, whatever you want to call it, um, is in direct violation of that. And so I guess from what I could tell, Colorado was the first... To, to take issue with this maybe it might not be the first yes, but it was the, the first, first one that I okay perfect and then I know Minnesota Michigan and Maine also followed suit there might be more there might that might be all of them I'm not really sure I'm not sure where I think from what I could tell Michigan and Minnesota both ruled that like against it that like Trump could be on the ballot still and Maine might still be holding out but that was from like 24 hours ago so i don't know what's happened in the last 24 hours um maine could be holding out i know colorado ruled that he could be on the primary ballot and it took me i'm not gonna lie kind of a lot of scrolling to figure out why because i had like kind of in it felt like inconsistent information because it was like the colorado courts were upholding that Donald Trump was an insurrectionist that he what that he did engage in an insurrection like they were holding to that and that was not something they were like budging on and that seems to be the point on which conservatives on social media um, are really arguing they're saying he's not an insurrectionist he didn't engage in insurrection he made a speech and people read between the lines and then chose to do what they wanted to do with their free will Um, and that seems to be the point where liberals are saying no he is an insurrectionist but that wasn't the point on which the Colorado judge ruled that he could be on the primary ballots. To be honest with you, I am really confused by this because I don't know how many rounds of courts this has been through. I don't know if it will continue to get appealed um, by the group that is funding it. Um, But I know as of right now, he's still able to be on the primary ballot. What I, what I probably should have finished saying earlier was that um, he she maintains that he did incite an insurrection but that the 14th amendment third section doesn't apply to presidents just to officers of the government so she lists like apparently in this like very short little TikTok video I was able to find um, like senators representatives electors for the Electoral College civil and military officers and um, state law officials but it never lists presidents and because elsewhere in the Constitution president is listed um explicitly as like up being what they're talking about he she assumes that the founders did not mean to include the president in this um not founders or i guess 14th amendment wouldn't be not quite i don't know if that, not, yeah not quite the founders um but I mean, that's what the tiktok video said though and i'm now realizing like second second hand from like actual genuine critical thinking that that's that doesn't make any sense. So maybe I really shouldn't have put as much shake into the explanation as I got. Um I will say I did see a tweet. Actually it was more like an AI generated video on TikTok on Twitter that said that Taylor Swift had spoken out about this. And I was like, oh and I literally just believed it wholeheartedly. And then I went to all of her social medias and, and she didn't. Like that didn't happen. They just lied. They said that Taylor Swift had said that that something about Trump on the ballot for Colorado and said it was like a good thing, but it was not a real tweet. It was a lie. And I know that I should know by now that, like, oh, Twitter lies and, and not everything you see on Twitter is true, but I still have trouble believing that sometimes. And I think that um, that says a lot about me as a person. Um, my question for you, Garrett, I mean, I have a lot of questions for you. One of my questions for you is, is this done? Is this over? Like, is he on the primary ballot and are we good? And then... I also some lovely Twitter pages that look like bots um, posted some videos of this woman who's from the the foundation or whatever that is supporting these lawsuits against Trump and she said that one of their donors is George Soros but when I look up who George Soros is the Internet just wants to tell me that he is a very wealthy Jewish man and that's all that I can find about him Um, and that people really don't like him. But it's only conservatives, from what I can tell, that really don't like him. The only thing I know about George Soros is that he was part of the group that bought Taylor Swift's music from her, and she didn't like that. That's the only time I've ever heard that name. So you'll have to enlighten me a little bit about George Soros. Um, for those of you who are just tuning in, this is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Julian Parks. And I'm
1: Garrett Goolsby. It's
0: <laughs> the first time I've heard you talk so far in this, in this throughout my rant. Um... And you're and we're talking about Donald Trump being may or may not be on the Colorado primary ballot.
1: Yeah. Um, so let's talk. Yeah. About so
0: take it over. Take it over. Tell me what's tell me what I'm missing.
1: So is this done? The answer is no. Basically, uh, let, let's start from the beginning. And then we'll work to what we've got now. Um, the Colorado Supreme Court ruled that President Trump couldn't be on the state's ballot, like you said, because of the 14th Amendment. They want to argue that he as an office, an officer of the United States is what they're claiming that he is. Um, and because he holds that title, he is, he incited an insurrection. So they say, and they want to disqualify him from running for office on that basis and remove him from the primary. Now, his lawyers are arguing one, that he is not technically an officer of the United States. He falls under some other designation, legal parlance, couldn't tell you. Um, second thing would be that they say he didn't incite the insurrection. Um, so Also, just for context, this is a section to the 14th Amendment that which was passed in 1868. So post-Civil War, this is part Mm -hmm. of the amendments that helped free slaves and make them citizens. Um, So that's kind of where this this comes from. Trump has. I'm
0: assuming. Can I ask? Is it like was this section meant to disqualify like people who had been prominent in the Confederacy or like. What do we know the purpose of Section 3? That's a good question.
1: My guess would be yes, that that was the original intent, but also this is a good, I mean, you have to understand these are back, you know, the 1800s, it's a more tumultuous time even than now. There are more people that are, I think, willing to take on the United States government. So it was a a little bit more needed, even though, you know, there are people that try to do that now. It's just a little bit less successful. (laughs) Um, Got it. Okay, so Trump has here's the thing. Trump has never been convicted of insurrection by a jury, which is what would actually hmm. it would take a jury convicting him to actually conclude that he had incited an insurrection. Okay. The Colorado Supreme Court ruled against Trump in a 4 to 3 decision, so it's super close, and the dissent said if they keep him off the ballot, he's being stripped of basic rights of due process. They said he hasn't had a trial by jury, he can't be stripped of this right yet. Hmm. And so Trump kicked it up to the Supreme Court and that right now we're we're waiting, right? The the Supreme Court has agreed to expedite hearing this case, but it still takes them forever because I'm, they're all really old and it just takes Wait, them a long so time to do anything. It's That's left
0: not why. it's left Colorado and it's now at like the United States Supreme Court. United
1: States Supreme Court. What? So we'll talk about why, did, why here in a second. Okay. But in the meantime, what that means is that Colorado basically has said, OK, he's he's on the ballot until they rule against him because they, they couldn't really take him off and then say, all right, he's he's off until they say he can be on. You know, that, that's right. uh, um, kind of assuming a, what's going to happen. Right. They can't really do a, that.
0: It's flipping like innocent until proven guilty. For exactly.
1: Sure. Exactly. So they can't do that. And. Why is this important? I guess it's, that's an important thing to to ask. So Trump Trump's not going to win Colorado. Trump he didn't win Colorado last time. He's got a he's right. way behind this time. So it's like, why does it matter whether he's even on the primary ballot? Because he's not going to win the state. The problem is that there's a lot of other states that are looking to this case as an example. Right now, there are 12 other states that have already tried to <gasps> do something similar. Um, I'm not going to name them all. It's a, it's a long list. Um,
0: did I get the ones right that yes. I said, though? Maine
1: is actually one of the biggest holdouts. They're still waiting to... I think their case is still being heard, whether they can remove him from the ballot. All but, right. Um, so, yeah, 12 states, right, already have. Seven have failed completely for technical reasons, just various legal issues with the way that the cases were brought. Um, five are still kind of floating out there. So... This could have really, really big implications, not just for this election, but just for legal precedent more broadly. Because if the precedent is established that when a person, when a presidential candidate of a major party does something that the opposition really doesn't like, if they can cast it in the right light, they can get him removed from the ballot every time.
0: Yeah, that sounds not good. Yeah. I, I don't like the way that sounds at all, actually.
1: It's very, very... It's a sticky situation for the judges because even if the judges felt like he deserved to be taken off the ballot, the consequence of doing it in this instance is tremendous um, for the future. So, let, hypothetically, if he gets removed from the ballot by the Supreme Court, which most people don't think he will, it's going to be with some a ton of technical legal jargon attached to it, try to ensure that this isn't the, this delineation is made that this isn't something that can happen all the time because. That's pretty much the way it would go um, un- unless that was the case. So hoping for, uh, you know, for the world not to fall apart on this, but uh, you never know. Is,
0: is Trump going to have a, a trial by jury to decide if he's guilty of this or like once the, the or the Supreme doesn't have Supreme Court doesn't have to honor that? Like, what does that look like?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. There's not a plan to right now, as far as I know, um, because he, no one's charging him. It's. It's interesting because they're trying to take him off the ballot, assuming that he's already incited an insurrection. But he hasn't ever been char- like he he was charged and acquitted, but he was never um, charged by a jury and never it was never decided by a jury that he uh, incited insurrection. So we're in this weird space where no jury trial appears to be forthcoming, but that seems to be the thing that you would absolutely need to verify whether or not uh, he actually incited an insurrection. What that tells me is that the Supreme Court doesn't think that whether it's an insurrection or not is, is a problem. Right. Um, they're, they're looking at it from a completely different angle, which would be, does he even fall under this uh, this four, uh, 14th Amendment Section 3? Does it even apply to him? Because if it doesn't, then who cares whether he incited an insurrection or not? I mean, not who cares, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> then yeah. Then the case is, you know, they, they, then they have no case, basically, is the, the issue there.
0: Is what I said about him being president and not one of the other kinds of like elected officials is that true is that like also a sticking point for the Supreme Court or is that just something somebody made up
1: yes that is true so I'm gonna I'm gonna read some of the words straight from the text here it says no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of a president or vice president or hold any office civil or military under the United States or any state who having previously taken an oath blah 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 lots of other words. <laughs> Shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, that being the United States, or given aid to or comfort to the enemies thereof.
0: Is, okay, is engage a vague word here? Because, like, I feel like we're talking about if he incited an insurrection, but is that different than engaged, or is engaged like the broader version of that word?
1: Yeah, so the public is wanting to talk about his inciting the insurrection, the court is going to look at whether he engaged in one at all.
0: And I just feel like he did not know. am I wrong?
1: That's up to them. I mean it it's all optics, right? How do you how do you look at the way that his speech went? How do you look at the words that he said? Were they um, so powerful that the the people in the audience had no choice but to listen to him? Was he commanding them? <laughs> um, that know. you know it's hard to it's it's hard to say that without without voicing a strong opinion that I don't necessarily have a ton of basis for, right? Like, I, will say, I wasn't there. I don't know.
0: My basis for this, this is crazy, but I once heard somebody
1: Oh great. say
0: <laughs> I'm not going to say this person's name and I and I really doubt that this person listens to our podcast, but I did hear somebody say once that they went to the January 6th riots or insurrection or what's the other appropriate term for that? Is it just protest maybe? Protest, it's like a very okay. mild way to perfect. put it. Perfect thank you Garrett protest because the president of the United States told them to so I don't know if this is a person who just like struggles with critical thinking skills or if like they really were compelled by this magical language um, but there are people out there who are on the side of the January 6th riot slash protest slash insurrection slash fun little game um, slash party in the USA <laughs> oh my- yeah. <laughs> any of those work actually um but that engaged in such activity that did it because they felt like the president told them to so i don't know i hope i hope the supreme court doesn't listen to this podcast because i just feel like i don't want to have that much responsibility on. they me. don't don't worry you promise i promise but what if they but what if they do hillsdale has fans
1: not well hillsdale not like has that. fans but Maybe I don't not think us. All the members of the Supreme Court would qualify. <laughs> you know, if there's oh. anybody if, if there's anybody on the Supreme Court listening right now, it's Clarence Thomas. If if that's even <laughs> in the realm of possibility. And Clarence, if you are listening, hi, you're an hey, amazing Clarence. man. That's all I'm hey, gonna Clarence. say.
0: It is so good to finally talk to you. All friends. right, we're not gonna
1: talk to Clarence anymore. We're gonna talk okay, about George then. Soros just really yes. briefly. Just who to is this clarify guy? who he is. He's a rich old Jewish guy. I mean, actually... Was I right? He's Hungarian-American. Um, So, born in Hungary. Okay. And, like you said, super rich investor dude. He just started investing when he was pretty young. Did some really risky stuff, and it paid off big time. No
0: way. Um, no way. There's weird stuff going on there, I promise. There's no way. He just got really lucky.
1: A basic... I mean, okay, not really lucky. He was... He's an extremely well educated guy. Um, oh, okay. And he didn't uh, just like, no, 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 He didn't he, just he, like
0: pull up and start. He wasn't investing. one of the finance
1: bros that just like okay. got on Robinhood and was like, I'm going to trade GameStop. Stock. That's, no, that's what I'm picturing. That's what I'm picturing. No, he's right like uh, investing in foreign currencies and oh, predicting okay. whether he's... their economic markets are going to thrive or not. Gotcha. And, yeah, he's, gotcha. he's doing some pretty heady stuff. Um, okay. I, I don't know if this matters to literally anybody but me, but he studied under the philosopher Karl Popper. I, I think that's cool. He's important. If you do science, cool. you know why. Um, but yeah, he does philanthropy Carl uh, George Soros does not Karl Popper, but uh, he does ph- philanthropy for liberal causes. Um, okay. The biggest not well, maybe not the biggest, but the one that at least hits the closest to home for us is that he pours a ton of money into the Democratic Party in Texas. Um, oh. Like he was pretty much the reason why Beto O'Rourke was able to even make a run for Senate a couple of years back, and is trying to wow. do so again in the near future, um, because he's like hundreds of thousands of dollars into these campaigns. Um, yeah. And yeah.
0: he has the freedom to do that. He he, he
1: he does, and he made his money. You know, uh, w- with this case, it sounds like, and a lot of this isn't made super available in terms of the numbers and everything, but. It sounds like he's contributing to the people that are uh, bringing the case against Trump. Right.
0: Okay. Cool. Good to know. And it makes sense why so many Twitter conservatives hate the guy. Yes. Are we ready to give it a very quick grade, I Garrett Gillespie? I think so. I know what I'm giving it. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. D. C minus.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're okay, yeah. I, I just like think social media generous. sucked.
0: They sucked. I did not know enough. I didn't have any of the connecting pieces. I just had a lot of the general vibe yeah this is why we need this podcast it is i I always expect social media to do better than it does just doesn't one of these days Um, it will one of these days but not today it Um, does good on taylor
1: swift i think
0: yeah they actually did they know a lot about taylor swift but not really anything else um maybe they knew a little bit about dungeons and dragons i don't know it's not important um this was success wow i just said success like with eight syllables um this was a success it was despite not being in person um Thanks so much for tuning into the social media, everybody. Um, I'm Julian Parks. And I'm Eric
1: Gillespie. And we'll talk to you next week.